Hello, everybody. I'm Larry Gassman, uh, co-chair of Tech Talk and co-chair of Accessible World. Today is January 18, 2021. And it's always great when I ask somebody else to actually make the introductions because I'm sure you're tired of hearing from me week after week. And so she actually asked our guests to be here tonight. And she also asked our guests to repeat again next week to some degree and to know more about that stay tuned but to introduce our guest tonight is Myrna Voda who got here just in time <laughs> ahead of you. well it's technology what can I tell you <laughs> yeah so our guests tonight are from Mystic Access Chris Grabowski and Tim Loftus and they are going to talk about the tutorials that they are doing They've done a great job on a Windows 10 tutorial. They're going to talk about that and hopefully some of the other things that um, they have done and are doing because they're involved in lots of wonderful projects. Um, so that's what they're going to do this week. Um, so we're thrilled to have them again. We love having them and I love asking them to come because I know it's always going to be a great presentation. Thank you, Myrna. So I'm Chris and Kim is here somewhere. And I am. Um, Kim's not feeling too good, so she might not be talking too much. Different. Yeah, I'm a little I'm a little less animated than my normal self tonight, y'all. So apologies for that in advance. So Chris will be probably carrying the majority of things tonight, but hopefully I will improve quickly. So as uh, Myrna was talking about, we have uh, new tutorials and, and uh, products and stuff that have recently hit the shelf and let me start out with a tutorial that kim had done and this is a tutorial that we've been wanting to put out for quite a number of years and that is on the fire tablets the amazon fire tablets for those who don't know what those are those are touchscreen tablets by amazon and they come with the screen reader voice view and Kim takes you through every single thing that she could possibly even think of on the Amazon Fire tablets from first time startup to navigating the home screen. And she really does a good job navigating that home screen because it's in two layers and it's really hard to understand if you just pick up the tablet and it's why is this here and why is this here? We actually have to thank a couple of IRA agents that um, when you point that camera at that tablet and say, okay, what does this look like? Because I'm trying to visualize it and I can't visualize it. If I can't visualize it, then I can't understand it. And if I can't understand it, then I can't teach you how to, how to uh, make that device work. But it goes through email, it goes through browsing the internet on your Amazon device, Prime Video, books, uh, even using the Bard app to read your Bard books on the Fire tablets. So in all reality, you can get a Fire tablet if you're not, if you're someone who doesn't like touch screens, doesn't know that much about them, and want to dabble in a touchscreen device, you don't have to spend an arm and a leg and two feet in order to, you know, get your your feet wet in the uh, touchscreen 
uh, world because once you learn how to use one touchscreen device, you can pretty much learn to use another touchscreen device. Having said that, some of the gestures are going to be different. Like some of the gestures on Android or iOS are going to be different than on a Fire, but the main gestures and how to type and stuff like that is going to be across the board. So that's that's one product that we have just put out. That is forty nine dollars, I believe. And what yeah, we do? It's eight. Yeah, go ahead. Go on. I was just gonna say it's about eight hours in length. It is one of those things where the reason that I wanted to do it was because of what Chris mentioned earlier about how confusing that main screen is, the way that menu layout is, and have we not had those IRA agents to help us, I'm not sure I could have done it because it really was confusing and I could not visualize how the heck that screen worked. So if you have a fire tablet languishing in your house somewhere and you're going, I'm never going to be able to use this, then this is something you might want to consider because they are very fancy, actually. They're very sophisticated little critters. And they have a lady built onto them too. Let's not forget that little happy piece of things. So if you wanted an A lady, an A-L-E-X-A device, or if you would like to have one built into your tablet, you can actually say something like open weather, open YouTube, open whatever. And then that will allow you the flexibility to use that just like you would a Siri or a Google to open your apps and to do that kind of stuff now she's you know she's essentially got your whole alexa library built in and you've got this tablet it's like chris said if if you have something where you want an economical way to just browse the internet and check your mail and play with your assistant things like that you can either buy that and say a bluetooth keyboard or an orbit reader or sorry an orbit writer if you want to an actual uh, Braille keyboard to use or a Braille display for a very economical price, at least in terms of assistive tech, you can have a really nice device, you know, or a little nice suite of devices set up for yourself very easily with very little. I mean, again, we're, we're being relative here in terms of assistive technology, but very little money spent out of your pocket. So I'm very proud of how it turned out. I really like how it turned out. If you are in the Amazon universe already, particularly if you like Kindle books, this is a really cool device. So I'm very proud of it. I'm, I'm pleased with how it turned out. Now, somebody did call me on the fact that there are times when my voice and her voice, and I want to speak to voices for a second too, but my voice and the voice of the fire did speak over each other. And sometimes that does happen in a recording process. It was good that I was called on it because it is important. I hope that doesn't happen so much that you're distracted from the content. And this was something that I was told, you know, your content was fabulous. There were some issues with the voices speaking kind of in tandem at times. That is a kind of difficult thing to do, especially when you're mixed the way I always am when I'm doing these tutorials, because sometimes you don't really know where it is in the mix (laughs) and you think it's speaking directly before you or just after you and in fact it's speaking on top of you and you don't know it till you've played it back but hopefully it's not a distracting thing 
for people. And there's a tremendous amount that can be learned, whether you're a novice or whether you're just thinking, well, I kind of know how to swipe and do my gestures through this device, but I really would like to learn more. I think this is something that could offer you that for, you know, relatively inexpensive price. I mean, these fire tablets are what 160 bucks or so max for the nicest ones, you know, so they're very economical themselves in terms of price. But the last thing I wanted to mention in terms of this was the voices. These use Ivona voices. So if you've not heard them, <laughs> they're exceptionally nice voices. And you've got several from which to choose that you can use as your primary language voice. So it's just a nice experience. And I hope I hope you'll get something out of it and uh, and really enjoy it. Because I don't think in terms of this market, there's anything out there uh, anywhere close you know, frankly, to, to what this is. So I'm very pleased with how it turned out. It's kind of a companion to the Amazon A-L-E-X-A tutorial. Yeah, we they, did they go well together. A long time ago. And we updated it about a year and a half or so ago. And that's been one of the longer running tutorials, is the Amazon Echo tutorial. Oh, yeah. Is. Yeah. It's like with everything else, though. In terms of your accessibility to things some things improve some things get much worse and unfortunately in terms of some of a lady's things uh, particularly if you're using the app there have been a lot of changes some of them not necessarily so great um so things do change but what we try to keep uh in mind with our items is if they give you a really good framework to help you learn it we'll continue to sell it um you know, that's that's important. You know, if it's completely pointless, you know, then we're probably going to pull it. But as of this point, it still gives you a great enough framework, even with the app uh, or the apps to learn to use it successfully. So those two do pair very nicely together. So if you're thinking, mm, always found one of one of these assistants, please forgive my voice, y'all. It might go in and out pretty significantly here. But um, if those are items that, you think you would enjoy learning more about then we think we priced them economically enough for you to to learn without going well now i've spent all this money and now what do i do so those are those are a couple of really good companion pieces to one another as well yeah and let's move on to the next the next offering and the next offering is a newer offering just like the fire tablet tutorial and this is also something that has been asked for from us for a while and we finally teamed up together and created it and that is our windows 10 audio tutorial and for for those that don't don't want to go to windows 10 or are are nervous from going to windows 7 to windows 10 I think we show you quite a bit. We spend a lot of time navigating the desktop, navigating the start menu, navigating, you know, those newer task types, bar. task bar, task view. So yep. we, we introduce a lot of concepts. And the nice thing about what we've done in this specific tutorial is that we don't stick to one screen reader. We'll literally switch in the middle of the tutorial and run, let's say, NVDA 
and then JAWS and Narrator. So there's quite a bit that we do show using Narrator. And one of the reasons that we do it this way is to let the person or the listener know that, you know, you're, it really doesn't matter what screen reader you're using. Any commands that we give in the tutorial are not screen reader specific. As a matter of fact, I think the only screen reader commands that we give are current line, current word, current character, and title bar. And we also talk about the importance of why one would want to use the screen readers read current line command versus, you know, if you're getting it, you're, you're in the middle of doing something, you forget your place. Sometimes what people do, and I do this as well, is to up arrow and then down arrow to let it read back to you. And you don't really have to do that. So sometimes that can make you lose your place when you're in the middle of a word or in the middle of a line and you're editing something. So we teach people, how to use the screen reader's current line command and even show that with narrator. So we go from, you know, just it's basically a way to show you that Windows 10 isn't really all that scary. I mean, there are some things that are going to change. You know, your control panel is not your grandfather's control panel, so it's not something from Windows 95. Your start menu isn't all that scary either. And loading applications and, you know, running your applications, using the desktop, depending on how you want to use your computer, is, um, you know, that's how we, we kind of teach that, that philosophy. And we also, there's a whole section in there about the Edge web browser as well. And we did that on purpose because um, the other alternative is IE. And many of you who know us know that we're trying to get y'all away from IE because it's a security disaster waiting to happen. At this point, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we're, you know, we wanted to show you that little piece on Edge. Now, here's some inside info um, that I might as well just announce now is that if you're thinking, okay, well, I'm a pretty proficient Windows user, but I'd really like to learn more about Edge. That is going to be taken completely out and expanded upon to make a little Edge tutorial. It's not going to be very expensive. I mean, it's just going to be a probably it's $25 or less thing um, on Edge specifically. I'm going to add to what's there. And, you know, that was essentially my part. Uh, well, my one of my primary parts of the tutorial was this Edge, this Edge piece. And so I want to add to that. Uh, Many of you know that I was a a very firm Firefox user for a very long time. That was my browser of choice. And I've become a complete edge convert. And that says a lot because it takes a lot for me to switch my browser over. But it's got so many cool features in it that I wanted to make sure that y'all knew about and demo because they're neat and they're exciting. And sometimes a browser is a browser is a browser. But in the case of Edge... I just think it's super cool. So it was really fun to walk y'all through that piece of it and share more about that specifically. That's toward the end of the 11-hour-ish craziness that is the Windows tutorial. Yeah, I think it's 11 hours and 10 minutes or something like that. So it it is quite crazy. 
Actually, um, you know, we should we should talk a little about the origin story of of how that even happened in terms of the Windows 10 thing. We if we probably we probably got dumped on our heads a little sooner than it may have otherwise. Yes, um, as some of you know, we do write books for the National Braille Press, and we were contacted by our editor at National Braille Press and said, how would you like to do a Windows 10 book? And we're like, okay, um, fine, but we're going to do a audio tutorial on Windows 10 simultaneously. So while we were writing the book, we were also in process of creating this Windows 10 audio tutorial. And the book and the Windows 10 tutorial, they can be considered companion pieces as well. While some of the um, concepts and stuff are covered in both products, you still get the ability to hear the screen reader in action and hear the human voice in action versus just reading the book and saying, oh, the screen reader said this or didn't say this. And the nice thing with the audio as well is that you're using a different voice for each screen reader. So you know what screen reader is being used at what time at each each individual time. So So there are advantages to both. And uh, yeah, I, I think had I not written the book essentially a little ahead of the, you know, the starting the recording process for the audio, I don't know if I personally would have been as comfortable with all the concepts that we discussed because there's a lot in there. It packs a lot into that material. So if you prefer to read either in addition to, or um, as opposed to listening to something, that's an option for you. Now, full transparency we don't own the copyright to that. That belongs to MVP. You know, once we write the book, our obligation is done. <laughs> and so MVP owns that, but you're still supporting a great organization anyway you go. So at least we think so. So, you know, either way you go, you're going to get a nice product that we can validate the, the information in as being as accurate as we could possibly make it for you. And as Chris said, you know, you can definitely use them side by side and read something and then listen to it or vice versa and kind of get your head around it a little bit. Cause it is, there is a lot in it, you know, it's a, it's an 11 hour audio. So in that instance, it's pretty large, but for instance, if there's stuff you want to do online and you're thinking, well, I'm not comfortable enough online to do it yet. Something like this is a really helpful way to, kind of start that process because the more comfortable you get browsing around and, and doing things on your computer and online on the internet as well, then the more comfortable you're going to be in, in completing these tasks that you know you need to do for work or for home or for your own self-improvement, you know, whatever that is for you. So let's clar- clarify something. If you want the book from National Braille Press, it's at nbp.org. Nbp.org, yep. Right. If you want the audio tutorial, you get that from us. And what it is not, it is not a read from the book. 
So no, 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 no. <laughs> no, so, you don't want to be sued, no. Right. So it is not a, a, a read from, from the... There are not carbon copies in any right. way, shape, or form. Exactly. The concepts are similar in, in some respects, but the presentations are very different. But both of them offer... I, I can't mention one in terms of this Windows Store. I can't mention one without mentioning the other because they offer um, they offer a different experience of learning these concepts. Right. So let's move on to some stuff that we have uh, on the pipeline, and a lot of people will be happy to know that there will be a one password audio tutorial. <laughs> Coming Chris is up. actually very surprised how much interest you guys have expressed in that. And in fact, if you go to the sales page, the presentation that Chris and Alan did recently here on Tech Talk about password managers is a link to from our sales page because we want y'all to kind of have an understanding of, well, why do I care about a password manager? <laughs> so that's kind of a great little intro piece to share with everyone so that you can kind of make an informed decision. But just the, the abridged version, Chris. What is 1Password? Why do we care? 1Password is a password vault. It's like a secure vault that you would go into a bank and put your money into, for example. So 1Password is a secure vault, like a bank, that you would put your passwords into. You can put credit card numbers in it as well. You can put your Wi-Fi passwords if you forget all that stuff. And the only thing you have to remember is one password to open that uh, vault up and see your stuff. So everything is encrypted so that none of the bad guys can get to it. And you can set up things like um, you can have it close the vault after a certain amount of times. You can have a timeout. So the next time you use it, you have to re-enter your password or, or authenticate in such a way. But it is cross-platform. So what that means is that if you have an iOS device, a Windows device, an Android device, and you save your password on Windows, for example, when you go to your Android device or iOS device, that password is there waiting for you to use it. So that's What that's, that also means is Chris is going to have lots of fun because he's going to be using all these different platforms to show you how to use the product on. Yes. And that product is up for pre-order. So that's how we gauge interest on these products. Um, well, hopefully we've gauged interest in advance of that because we want y'all to purchase. So right. if there's not enough interest when you put up a pre-order, that's kind of a problem on our part. So Well, it is. Definitely, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there definitely has been interest and we want y'all to know that it's up and it's available and it'll be out by March 1st. So this is a, a cool little thing. It's a little different than what's normally in our wheelhouse, but it's something that Chris has been thinking about for a while. So I think this will be an interesting addition to our catalog. Speaking of our catalog, we also have a product that's up for pre-order as well, which is the Fire TV and Fire Stick tutorials. And Kim has kind of an announcement to talk about those. Yeah, uh, I would like to talk about that for a second, because what's happened there? This has been something that's been in the pipeline for a long time. And one of the things, the most recent setback, it's it's just like a continuous experience of what has happened with this thing. 
the most recent thing that has happened is the fact that a new interface has been introduced in the two latest Amazon Fire Sticks that just came out. When did they come out? Like December? Yeah. I think it was early December, late November. And the interface was pushed to them first. And it's a significantly different interface. And so now I'm in a little bit of a quandary because as much as I want everyone to get the material ASAP, I also want that new interface because what's going to happen is eventually or over the next few months, most of our uh, devices are going to be switched over that interface, at least from all the research I've done. That's my understanding. So what needs to happen is for me to get the interface, be able to play with it for a week or two, and then to be able to record it for you guys. The problem is there's no definitive release date for when these various models of these fire sticks and fire TVs, when they're going to move over to the new interface. So right now I'm a little bit of limbo land because I want to get it done. There are pre-orders up. People have laid down their money. Now with our pre-orders, please keep in mind that when you order, you're not charged until it's released. So it's not like you're out anything, but people have expressed their interest and they said, yeah, I want this. So I feel really bad because those people are sitting there saying, where's my stuff? Are you ever going to release this? And I can't yet because I want it to be accurate. So it's a little bit of a, a struggle right now in terms of that. And also Amazon's accessibility in terms of the fire products has unfortunately decreased a bit since the last time Chris and I played with it heavily, which is probably what, six, eight months ago or so? Something like that, yeah. So that's, you know, kind of waiting to see if the new interface will fix some of that. Is going to make it worse? You know, what's going to happen with some of this stuff? In fact, in preparation for this, I ended up with the 2020 Toshiba Fire TV. So in addition to being able to show you the Fire Stick Fire TV aspect of things, I can also show you what some of these Fire TVs have that make them cool. And there are some things that make them cool. So it's just a little something extra that I'll be able to share in the course of the tutorial. Um, that's just something a little different, a little unique. I just wanted to clarify, though, uh, when Kim said she got a Toshiba 2020 Fire TV, that is an actual TV with the Fire yeah. software in it. So it's a 32-inch TV with the Fire software in it. The Fire Stick is a little stick that can connect stick. to an existing TV. And the, quote, Fire TV, quote, is like a little box, or at least it has been in the past, a little box. Yeah, are that, they making those anymore? Yeah, or are those I, all older? Are they still those, making that version? Those, those are all older. I think people are graduating to the Fire Sticks. But there's sticks also... And, and the Cube, the Cube the came cube. out last year. Yeah, yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah. 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 Um, so you've got some options. And then we've got three tutorials that I I wanted to touch on really quickly. And <clears throat> for those that have listened to our podcast, you know that we have a had a super secret project. And we didn't want to tell anybody what it was because it was a super secret project. It was. And that is now not a super secret pro project anymore. It is 99.9% .9 done. Um, 
and it is the a tutorial on both the Brilliant um, BI20X and 40X. So the 20's got its own tutorial and the 40 has its own tutorial. Now these, unlike everything we talked about before, are free to the end user um, because we collaborated with Humanware once again and Humanware wanted us to do these tutorials for these two products. And the reason I say it's 99.9% done is because we submitted them over the weekend for our, I guess, quote, boss, because Andrew yeah, our, quote, Yeah, boss Andrew's our, our boss in terms of that. He's the product manager for right. the brand devices. Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, he came back with some feedback that we need to change. It won't be long, but if it's not up by Wednesday, no, I would a couple be hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be a little, a little longer to get that information out. As long as I have a speaking voice tomorrow, we should be able to get it done. So that is going to be a, a really, I hope, really fun project for you guys. Because for those of you who are interested in checking out the new Brilliance, uh, let me just say, I just hope you'll enjoy it as much as I've enjoyed it because this has been such a fun project for me. And it's, it's just been delightful to, get to play with this new device. It's really awesome. I really like it a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of good information. It's over three hours of content. So I think you guys will be uh, pleased with, with what's available in the product. And hopefully the audio will just clarify its use or help you to know if it's in fact something that you want to spend your money on. The funny thing about Braille display tutorials is I was very skeptical. Uh, oh, if- yes. He said it couldn't be done. <laughs> if you could actually do an audio tutorial on a Braille display that nobody can hear. And um, <clears throat> I was proven wrong uh, when the Vario Ultra tutorial class, whatever project, came out. And uh, Kim and Lisa Salinger both showed me that I was wrong. And, you know, you admit when you're wrong, whatever. But. We've done bra- other Braille I love somebody tutorial. to tell me when something can't be done, so you can't do it. I, I just love that, because to me, that's like challenge. I was like, oh, yeah, let me just show you. <laughs> but if you think about it, it's a tutorial on a Braille display, and the only time you hear somebody other than Kim talking is when the computer is being used connecting your Braille display to you know, the computer via USB or... Uh, Bluetooth. So those will be fun. Those will be on our site. Um, again, hopefully by the end of the week, if not sooner. But yeah, definitely not I today. would expect by yeah, I would expect by the end of the week for sure. And they'll be on our so free downloads the, page for anybody. Yeah, absolutely. What was the third one? You said there were three tutorials you wanted. There to is, and the third tutorial we're going to get into more about the product next week, but. We're going to be putting out a tutorial for the Evo E10 Daisy Media Player. Um, this yeah, is that's, a, um, if you're not sick of us already, you will be by the end of next week. We're going to be back to uh, to share more about that. But you won't just have to listen to us. So you'll be happy to know that. Yes, we're going to drag our, our collaborator colleague, Barry Scheuer from Guidelights and Gadgets. Yeah, and he is going Barry will be here too for all the fun. Yeah. So that'll be a, a cool thing for you all to learn more about if you're interested again in those ivona voices that i mentioned earlier you have two of those as options for the evo player as well so the interest in this has just been insane we're really excited that you guys are so 
are so interested in this in this little player. So we're looking forward to sharing more about that with y'all too. But that's not again not available yet. For those of you who have purchased the players, not available yet, but it will be coming very, very soon. We have to finish recording it. <laughs> yes. So I think that that's it, unless I can, unless you can think of something well, else. Well, that's it in terms of software. Why don't in we go of, hands and if you come up with something after, yeah. we'll make yep. sure that you get a chance to talk about it. Because we have two hands and Ron, maybe oh. we'll begin the process here. Excellent. Okay, looks like uh, a phone user, area code 207. Hi, it's Margaret up in Maine. Am I coming through? You are. You we are. knew it. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. Presentation. I, I'd like to go back to the fire tablet for a, a, a minute. I'm yeah. one of those people who has one lying around and wondered how I'd ever learn to use it, and now you've just told us, which is great. Um, Kim, did, did you sort of do, uh, it sort of transmit, as best you could, the, the complexities that you encountered in terms of the screen issues that you had to get Ira to help with so that when the user gets through, they will potentially know or understand as much about that screen as, say, you do now? Yes, I had to because if I hadn't have explained it to y'all, using it would have been almost you would have been feeling like you were going around the mulberry bush for hours and hours and hours and hours trying to find where you exactly were. So that was the first thing that I tried to cover in terms of talking about the actual, once, once the tablet turned on anyway, that's the first thing I tried to cover is in saying, okay, this is where you go to do this. This is where you go to do this and explain these separate pieces of the screen so that that becomes kind of a rational thing to the user. Because until you get your head around that, at least for me, the thing is almost impossible to to grasp. You can flick and you can double tap and you can open apps, but until you understand that screen, it doesn't make as much sense as it probably needs to before it becomes a, a regular staple in your tech device list. <laughs> so yes, that was a huge thing that I think was, you know, if I didn't, you know, if, if someone listens to that and discovers that that isn't clear to them, I haven't done my job properly. So I definitely hope that it's clear within the first, oh, I don't know, half hour of, of beginning listening. Great, thanks. You're welcome. Great question. Okay, Douglas is next. Hi, Chris and Kim. Um, okay. I just had a couple quick questions. Um, in terms of the uh, cord cutting, uh, uh, detour- yeah, I can't even speak properly, tutorial that you released a while ago, um, when you update that, wh- what will happen to the people or excuse me, what will happen with the soft, uh, the file that's already been purchased? What we've done in the past, and we can't guarantee this to the future, but at least for that specific tutorial, what we did is we gave a discount to anybody who, who previously purchased it. They got their own special coupon that they could use, and they paid for okay. the upgrade. Now, if you did not, that that coupon has long since expired, so if you purchased it, sorry, if you want it, you, there's really nothing we can do. Um, because we gave people like four months or six months, something like that, to uh, to update. But what that will what will happen in that specific case is that there will be two products. One is the old product in case you you didn't 
want to upgrade and then there's the new product that in, in case you did upgrade that way you're not you're not just basically going onto the server and replacing the files um regarding some of the other stuff that we had had not charged for upgrades um we just go in and replace the file so the person could just go download it so for example the echo tutorial we did one in 2016 then we upgraded it in 2018 and that was a free and it upgrade really needed it by 2018 <laughs> it did but we just went in and replaced the file and said go redownload um how much is the windows 10 uh well i'm in canada um ontario canada um the windows 10 tutorial what it's the way we do this the way we do pricing is there's two pricing models one is download only and the other is shipped on a physical media da- uh, download right so i'm explaining this for everybody though oh i'm sorry um <laughs> the 75 it's $75 for the download and it's between 15 and i want to say $20 for removable media so um let's say for example Somebody wants it on an SD card. They're going to pay an additional fifteen dollars to get that. So that would be ninety bucks total for the tutorial and the physical media. Uh, if you want it on a cartridge, it's a little bit more, an NLS cartridge. Just because so, they cost us a little bit more, right? Okay, and just one more thing um, with the uh, the new Fire Sticks they released. I have the four K. I've looked at that plus like because I had that one, but plus the new one they released. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the light one, but the one up from that. I really don't right. see much difference, if or am I really? not looking at it right? Uh-huh. You may not have gotten it yet. So I don't know because yeah, I don't know because the, the way, way the articles were, are reading, it's pretty significant. It's pretty significant. So, well, I mean, when I looked at the specs, I mean, the the the, the one they released, the newer one, isn't 4K though, because I have a. It doesn't say it works with 4K though. Right. I get you. Yeah, yeah. In terms Thank of you. specs, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's probably a lot of difference. But no, those are those that's are what I had meant. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I thought I thought you were talking about the interface at first, and no, no. In terms of specs, yeah, there's not not too much change. I don't think. But yeah, in terms of cord cutting, that's a good that's a good point to bring up. Cord cutting is a continuously changing <laughs> uh, experience, and things are always changing. So yes, probably if not this year, definitely by next, we'll certainly probably be running a whole other round of of cord cutting something or other. We don't know how it'll fit into the current product, but uh, for those of you who kind of don't know how this works, we had two in the past. We've had two different cord cutting products, and we ended up merging them. And the people who got the first one got goodies; they got discounts on the second, and you know if they wanted to join and all these things because they became they were first they were live classes so. We try and really make it very fair to the people who have purchased previously. So certainly with something like that, with something as complex as a, a cord cutting topic, you intend to keep that going and make sure it's worth your while if you've, you know, entrusted us enough with the topic to purchase from us previously on it. Okay, Chris Coulter is next. Hi. <laughs> just just out of curiosity, uh, Chris and uh, and. Yeah, the, yeah, the two of you. Yeah. Um, uh, earlier in the conversation, you talked about the Fire tablet, and you just mentioned very quickly that uh, 
bard books could be read on the fire tablet. Now, mm-hmm. are those read by the screen reader or nope. no. oh, nope. you can listen to the actual? Uh-huh. Yeah, the actual, oh, yeah, yeah, the actual bard app is available through fire. I see. Okay, yep. well, that's just a, in, in case anybody ever asks, I can tell them. Yeah. <laughs> All go. right, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, next we have uh, area code 614. You were talking about these uh, new brilliant 20s and 40s, and um, I'm kind of curious. I thought I understood at one point that these items could, could be used as standalone, like book readers and things like that, and you would be able to download books on them. Am I correct or incorrect about those, or are they strictly displays? And and I also know that at one point not too long ago, uh, Humanware had some kind of a thing, and maybe these are different items where, you know, like one of the – there was some kind of a brilliant 20 or something – that was out, and they said, like, if you bought one unit, if you bought the 40, they would give you the other one um, in the interim until the larger one came out, and then you could keep both, um, you know, if you decided that you wanted the other one when the, you know, the smaller one when the other one came out. And these might be different units that they would referring you know they were referring to so maybe you can straighten me out on those questions i don't know if that's out of your realm or not but at least i'm sure you can answer the first part no the the first part i can definitely answer for you which was in terms of book reading right now you can read braille books from bard only braille books from bard you can read bookshare books and you can read nfb newsline publications so those are available to you on the units right now. In terms of the other, which was it the 40? Chris? It was the 14. The four, the, no, yeah. it was the 40 and the 14. Is what I'm asking. Yes, it's the 40 it? and the 14, yes. So you got a brilliant BI 14 if you pre-ordered a 40. And I don't okay. know if that promotion is still in place. The 14, we actually do have a tutorial on 14 as well, um, which is available for anybody for free. And the 14 is a super cute little thing and does essentially, it's not as sophisticated as these new Brilliant BIX series items, um, ah, but it's a cool okay. little device. You know, it's a, it's a little, it's a little older than those. Uh, it doesn't offer as many bells and whistles as these, but it is, uh, you know, it's a 14 cell, you know, so it's got eh, you know, a relatively, relatively small real estate in terms of being able to, Pick it up and take it with you and do whatever you want with it. And aren't these supposed to do like um, audio books at some point like the um, stream does, or is that not correct? At this the new point, ones. they don't. At this, yeah, at this point, they don't. The hardware now, is what there. what happens but... in future, the hardware is there. At this point, they it's turned off. It's not currently active. So okay, and can you tell us the prices of those two units? Do you remember them, Chris? Remember the prices? Right I don't now? remember, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't have it right. in my head. I think I th- okay. under. I think even the forty is under. Forty is like thirty one hundred, I believe. Yeah, right around there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Okay, Debbie is next. Hi, Chris and Kim. Um, Hello. I think you. 
there. I hope you feel better soon. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Um, I think you've done a tutorial on the Orbit Reader 20 and the Orbit Writer. How in-depth do you go into the Orbit Writer? That's what I have, and I was just wondering if um, you talk about much of the uh, shortcuts that emulate the gestures for the iPhone. We had a class on that um, that Lisa actually did the teaching portion of that. Uh, that was, what was that, Chris? October-ish? Something like yes. That. Um, how much is that on the site? Do you remember? It completely went um, out of my head. Um, I think it's 39 or something. Essentially, yeah, essentially what that is, is like a comparison of the various Orbit devices. So, mm-hmm. the old one, the first one, and then Ryder doesn't get a lot of love in terms of the type of emulation information, which is so hugely important, I think, in terms of actually using the thing. Otherwise, you're right. out in the cold and completely confused. At least I am. So, you know, you gotta you gotta know that information. So, I don't think that is in terms of that particular product would be what you're looking for in terms of writer. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa did an, a different writer tutorial that Barry sells. Maybe he could speak more to that next week, but. Uh, again, there's not a lot, you know, speaking as someone who's listened to it, that's, there's not a lot of emulation stuff in there in terms of that, you know, piece for me, at least I still say the user guide is the best way to go to get Mm -hmm. all that, all that. Okay. Okay. I think that you were going to talk about hardware. Yeah. Mention a couple hardware things real fast. Yes. So we have, um, a couple new hardware products. The one is the um, uh, blue, a nice, really nice, uh, elegant Bluetooth GPS or blue GPS Bluetooth transmitter and receiver, <laughs> which allows you to transmit audio to and from your devices. So it's a little box that can you can connect to pair of wireless headphones, Bluetooth headphones to, and use your Victor Stream, for example. It doesn't have uh, Bluetooth. Now, one of the things that we both like about this specific machine is that the majority of them, in order to use them, you have to press and hold a button to turn them on, press and hold a button to turn it off so you have to count, or to pair it, you might have to press and hold for X amount of seconds before it goes into pairing mode. Well, this specific one has a physical on-off switch, which is really, really cool. Um, so when you flip And it just turns switch, on and like a second later it's on. <laughs> yep. So you flip it on, it's on, you flip it off, it's off. And it also has what are unique that I've never seen on such a device. It has, when it's in receive mode, you can connect like an iPad or an iPhone or something to your stereo. And it has a play pause button. It has volume up and down buttons as well as track fast forward buttons. So so you can be holding this in your hand and you can control your iPad. phone or something from across the room so it turns it into like a little remote for media only so you're not going to use voiceover gestures and stuff with it it's literally for to control literally to control your media the other very cool this is the third one that we've offered and this is by far the best of the three that we've offered uh just in terms of everything oh and it's bluetooth 5 which is also really nice yes and it, it can go, it, it does some really good range around the house. Um, 
The other thing we just started carrying are little chargers, little like plug-in little wallet adapters (laughs) that you don't get with your iPhone anymore. Um, (laughs) We have, we have two of them and one's $22 and one's $23. The, The first one is a pack of three. They're different colors. They're blue. I think they're blue, rose, gold, and purple. And they have two USB ports on them, so you can charge two things at the same time. And the other package is a pack of five. So you got five of them, and they all have one USB port. So you got five port, five wall adapters with one single USB port. And those are, again, different colors. I think there's blue, green, white, uh, rose gold, and purple. I think that's what the colors are. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, and they do a really, really good job of fast charging. They're amazing. Yeah. In terms of fast charge, they're mind blowing. I charged my phone in like an hour from like 10% or it was at least 20%, um, which was awesome. I mean, that was a great experience. And I love the fact that they're dual, at least the dual ones. I haven't seen the single ones. Um, but you know, they're essentially the same thing, but I like the dual ones so much because it's twice the real estate, you know, but they're all great. And they have these cool another thing we haven't seen before which is they have little impressions where you can actually put your fingers and pull them out of the wall um which i've never seen before in the charger so they're just cool they're just something there's something different and you know if you bought cables from us or any type of hardware like that you know that we're not gonna we're not gonna sell it to y'all until we vet it ourselves and play with it and we really like these So, so we hope those will be something that'll interest you too while you're visiting us we have two hands. The final thing. Oh, go ahead. Okay, Marsha has a question. One of the things I know um, that I have heard, and I don't know whether that is still true, but it seems like, um, do you make it clear in your audio tutorial on the Fire tablet that it seems like the only two uh, displays that still uh, support things uh, seamlessly are the Brilliant and the Orbit line of products. Uh, do you know if that is still true today or, you know, what's going on? Because I know the, I, I didn't know, you know, whether the Focus 40 Blue, which is another Braille display I have, you know, would uh, would support the fire. When I well, had yeah. one, it did. Oh, that's meaning, right. You did. Meaning I when I had a Focus that. 40 Blue before it died, um, mm. I did. I did connect to my fire, and it did work. It did work. Ah, uh, yeah. I was. I was not sure whether that indeed happened, but because that was the one thing that I was asking about. And the last time I talked to Axis Ingenuity, which is the closest dealer to me, uh, they said it didn't yet support it. So I'm glad to know that that has now changed. <laughs> Yeah, when I, I used it with a Brilliant uh, in the course of the tutorial and showing you all things about what it did and, you know, some of the shortcut keys you could use and various things. And, um, you know, it worked seamlessly there, but I didn't go through like an entire list in terms of the audio saying, okay, these are the, these are the displays. I think I did give a link or something in there, though, to more information on displays or at least told you how you could get it. But if I didn't, that's an oversight I'll fix. In the first, you know, the first time I need to update something in there because 
uh, you're right. You know, these things are always a moving target and you never quite know when, when something's going to work. You would hope everything would work seamlessly, but it doesn't always. Okay. That was, you know, that was my um, basic question. Thank you, Marcia. Uh, Douglas is next. My question for you is with your hardware products, um, uh, do you ship to Canada? Yes, we do. Although okay. shipping is shipping is not free when we go to Canada. No, I <laughs> no, sorry. didn't think it would be. You know the exchange, <laughs> the, the exchange rate. Yeah, I can yeah. understand. It's actually even though Chris decent. could throw it to Canada, but you know that's the unfortunate <laughs> part. <laughs> I can throw it across the Niagara River if you can. Throw it across Niagara. <laughs> I could get it at the border. Yeah. 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 Right. What are you guys smuggling over there? <laughs> just, some, just some bricks. I'm just wearing some, a mask though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Myrna is next. So getting back to what Braille displays the tablet will support, um, it will support the Polaris. Um, and I think I have tried it with the Braille Note Touch, and it will support the Braille Note Touch. The first time I tried it, I was saying, well, why isn't this doing that? And then I, re- I went in and I said, and I looked and it said, oh, it wasn't discoverable. The, the tablet wasn't discoverable, changed it, and it supported it. So I think... I had not tried with the Focus. I thought the Focus, but I'm glad to know the Focus does. But um, the, the Hymns product do, and the Brilliant, I mean, I'm sorry, and the Braille Note Touch Plus, because it actually emulates the Brilliant, because I'm using, yep. until my Brilliant 40 comes, I'm using <laughs> the Braille Note Touch Plus as a Braille display with JAWS and with NVDA. So, and it's, it's the Brilliant interface. So yep. it should do it. It should be fine. I got to see a device before Myrna. Oh my gosh, how exciting. Yeah, but I'm going to beta test it. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. Okay. <laughs> so do you have any wrapping up words, including uh, contact information? Absolutely, yes. You can visit us anytime you want, 24-7. We are available for you online at mysticaccess.com. Um, M-Y-S-T-I-C-A-C-C-E-S-S dot com. Or you can call us and you'll reach a New York number, 716-543-3323. Follow the handy-dandy prompts. If you aren't sick of me from this presentation and all the tutorials I do, you get to hear my voice on the menus as well. And you can follow the prompts and speak to one of us. Most likely it will be Chris. And we can uh, help you via phone, certainly, at any time. And, Chris, I think we might have uh, a little thingy that might still be working. Do we? Mm, Oh, the coupon? Uh Yeah, we have a coupon. It's on the website for people that explore the website. In the in the in the cart, so that's why in the product, I'm not going to tell you what it is. You're not going to tell them. No, No, you're so bad. You got to go if if you put something in your cart, you can see the coupon. If you put something, if you're at the checkout, you can also see the coupon. So it's up there. there. You just have to activate it, and it'll 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 put the put the uh, coupon into your cart. That is good until the end of this month, until February first, and that will get you ten percent off. So that's kind of a nice thing. So that's an extra uh, little goodie. Yep. 
That way you don't have to you don't have to remember the code. You just have to you just have to find it or, or search you for to, it. You, know, you just know have that to search it's there. Around on the, yeah, if you go down to if you go down to your cart, you're heading for your cart and just arrow around right there. You'll see it right there. Yep. Excellent. Terrific hour as usual. You guys are so good that we're going to invite you back next week. And Myrna, you oh. want to talk briefly about that? So next week, um, we're having these new people to come. Never heard of them before. I think their <laughs> name is like Mystic something. I don't know, with a with a Kim and a Chris. And then there's a Barry also from Guidelines and Gadget. And they're going to talk to you about the Evo player, which um, is really cool. Um, I had to I had to decide to get one. <laughs> I don't have enough stuff. <laughs> but but um, you know, they're gonna tell you why it's so cool and a lot of people really like it. And it's once you get kind of hang of it, it's very intuitive um, you know, to work with. And so their Bluetooth devices um will work really nicely, I think, with those. Yep, <laughs> they, they will. Yeah. yeah. So they're gonna tell you all about it next week. They and Barry. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Should be lots of fun. Hope you'll join us then, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. Thanks so much for being with us and join us next week on Tech Talk.